Welcome to the University of Young Entrepreneurs. My name is Brandon Adams, lifestyle entrepreneur and inventor, passionate about helping others with creating something great and becoming unforgettable. Each week we discuss helpful tips on becoming a successful entrepreneur and interview other entrepreneurs and inspirational people. Our goal is to help take your business and lifestyle to the next level. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the University of Young Entrepreneurs. I'm Brennan T. Adams, and on today's show, we have Caleb Maddox. Caleb Maddox takes young to a whole new level, young entrepreneur to a whole new level. The kid is 14 years old, and he is a motivational speaker. He's an author. He owns a six-figure business. The kid is killing it, man. You know, he inspires me to go to the next level. Him and I actually were on the Grant Cardone show on the same day. I didn't get to meet him that day. But uh, I had went on back in, uh, I don't know, a month and a half ago down in Miami. He was there as well. I didn't get to meet him, but then people kept saying when I went to Florida, St. Pete, they're like, you got to meet this kid. And what do you know? I'm doing, uh, I'm on a phone call. I look over and there's Caleb Maddox in the area at the station house in St. Pete, Florida, where I was going to be doing the filming for Kevin Harrington's video. And I got talking to him and what do you know, hit it off and uh, he's actually going to be coming to speak at the Young Entrepreneur Convention, believe it or not. So he's going to be there this weekend on Saturday to speak. But on this show, you're going to get to hear about his story of how he got to be doing what he's doing. His dad has been a great influence to him and inspiration. He says he has the best dad on the planet. But his dad, I tell you what, has uh, kind of led him to what he's doing, and now Caleb is running with it. I mean, like I said, he's an author. Uh, He has his own company, and he's speaking. He's speaking on stage with people like Grant Cardone, Brian Tracy, Gary Vaynerchuk, all these people. And uh, not only that, he's got his own company where kids are following him. And I've seen already, just for announcing that he's speaking at our event, kids are reaching out. They want to hear him. They want to see him. He's an inspiration. In this show, he talks about how the power of selling is important in business and how you can sell about anything. I mean, he goes over his techniques of how to sell and um, just kind of shows how he has got to where he is today at 14 years old. So this is quite the show. I mean, he's 14 years old, but trust me, once you listen to the show, you're not going to believe it. This kid is mature and um, you should take his advice. So let's jump right into it with Caleb Maddox. Let's get started. What's up, Facebook? Facebook Live. Facebook Live. I'm with the man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, welcome back to the University of Young Entrepreneurs. I'm Brennan C. Adams, and on today's show, we have my buddy Caleb Maddox here. Caleb, how's it going? It's going great. I'm really excited to be on today. Dude, I'm excited to have you, man. So I have University of Young Entrepreneurs. I have Young Entrepreneur Convention. I'm all about young entrepreneurs. Today, we're putting young to a whole new level. You're How old again? I'm 14 years old. Everybody listening, 14 years old. I mean, I don't even know what I was doing at 14 years old. I don't think I had my mindset right. I, I wasn't where you were, and I want to get into that. So, Caleb, tell me how you became so successful at 14 years old. I mean, most people, they don't even get to that point until they're in their 20s. Mm-hmm. Tell me about how you got started. What led you to doing speaking, being an author, 
going on stage with Gary Vee, Brian Tracy. I mean, go on and on and on. How did you get to that point? Well, you know, I think I would like to say it's somewhat just like who I am as a person. You know, like whenever I was six years old, my dad had like these two bookshelves. He's a big reader, right? And uh, I, my dad walked into my room and I had like three books laying down on my bed and I was just reading them. And I was reading this one book called The Success Principles. My dad was just looking at me like I'm six years old and I ran all the way upstairs, grabbed a book from my dad's bookshelf and just started reading. Like I always had that passion to like learn. And whenever I was like, you know, seven years old, I got a job at this tea place and I walked up to the, the tea place. I, I walked up to the <laughs> owner. I was like, listen, this isn't a job. We're working together. This is what I thought. I said, this is not a job. We're working together. I said, I guarantee you I can double your sales. I'm seven years old and cute, right? And I, I was like, <laughs> I, I can, they're laughing. They were laughing. They're like, okay, show me how. So I go outside, uh, right outside the door, and there's a bunch of people walking by. I'm like, hey, man, uh, you look thirsty. What, you know, why don't you get some tea? And I'm really cute. And like one person goes in. And then I go to another person. Hey, man, you, you know. And I just go through this, and I do this back and forth. And like they get four or five. And this owner's like, hey, you're actually pretty good. You know, we can use you. <laughs> How are you? So, like, I worked for, like, a month or two, you know, doing that. And, then you know, then I started my own company. Uh, now I own a six-figure year-earning company. Yeah. Um, I do all that. But, it, you know, it's just kind of who I am as a person. You know, I'm always finding ways to make money, get results, help people. I am a true-bred entrepreneur. That's just who I am. You were born a Spartan. So I, I always say I was born a Spartan entrepreneur. Some say you can become an entrepreneur. Either you were born it or become it. You and I. We were born it. Mm -hmm. I was born. My dad was entrepreneur himself. He did many different things. And uh, as a kid growing up, I saw what his life saw him fail, saw him succeed, and learn from my own. You though, at 14 years old, I mean the things that you're doing. So tell me about your dad. Mm -hmm. I mean he obviously had to help you kind of get more into that. Well, I mean he's the biggest impact on it that anybody's ever had on my life. Seriously, I mean I honestly can say this with all 100% truth in my in my bones. I think he's the greatest father on this planet. I mean, you know, like I talk about hustle. That's my message. Like I, I've had done dozens of viral videos about work your face off and hustle. And I waking up. I'm waking up at 5 a.m. I'm going out. Like last night, I went out and sold my books on the street. You know, I'm doing all this stuff. What, but what people don't realize is when whenever I'm doing that, my dad's right there by my side. And uh, you know, it's just been it's it's humbling to me. And I had people message me and they're like, you know, hey, you know, Caleb, you wouldn't be successful if it wasn't for your dad. You know, I don't have any oh. argument. I mean, I, I put in the work. I really have. I mean, I've made sacrifices. I've missed my friends' birthday parties. But I can't say that I would not be anywhere where I am today if it wasn't for my dad. And I truly believe that. You know, you're lucky to have a father like that. But you can't. People are going to obviously say, hey, it's because of them. They're, mm -hmm. they're going to reach out to people that are successful and try to take you down. But yeah. without you yourself doing everything, you wouldn't be there. Mm -hmm. But it's great to have yes, a father sir. like that. And. How does that impact you? I mean, your relationship. Tell me about your relationship well, with your you know, father. It's the number one thing that my dad's taught me. Uh, I was sitting down. It was his 40th birthday this year. And uh, we, were, we were in this cabin. And we're sitting in this hot tub, right? We're, you know, we're chilling. We're having deep conversations. And I said, Dad, if you were going to die right now, what would your best advice to me be? I was like, oh, I, in the back of my mind, I was thinking, oh, my dad's going to say dream big. You know, uh, you know, you know, work hard. Uh, you know, focus on your future. I th stay positive. That's what I thought he was going to say. And he looks me in my eyes and he says, master sales. That was his only advice to me. Out of everything, like he could have said anything in the world, but he told me his best advice for me was master sales. I know he's taught me that, you know, that's the number one lesson he's taught me is if you want to be an entrepreneur, you have to learn how to sell. You have to learn how to persuade and, uh, and, and make sales. So, I mean, that's the lesson that he's taught me, but he's been, he's had such a big impact, been there by my side. It, it, it's humbling to me. So master sales, I mean, you've been doing that at your age. How do you master sales? 
it's a lot of practice. You know, like last night, for example, like I said, I went out and uh, I, you know, took books and I sold them out in the street because it was a packed event. Um, and I was just selling them out in the street, going up to random people, you know, handling their objections, doing all that. It's that practice. I'm not out there to make money. You know, I don't make money off of selling my yeah, books no. in the streets. I, I, you know, I closed a ten thousand dollar deal yesterday. I'm not gonna make money off of doing a ten dollar awesome, a ten dollar book, right? I'm not gonna make money that way. But it's just sharpening your skills, right? It's, it's taking that taking that leap. And I think it's just a matter of practice, making calls, talking to, to people. I mean, it's that simple. You know, why is Tony Robbins such a good salesperson? Why is all these, you know, why are the people who have met the most people? Why can they connect the most? It's because they've met the most. They've been out there. They've done it. And that's how you master sales. Is you have to you have to put yourself out there and start to just practice and, and kind of learn and see what you can improve. And it's just it's a constant adjustment game. So putting yourself out there and then also networking. Yes, I mean, sir. Zabo, you know, like you were here last night. Introduced you to Kevin Harrington. I mean, something awesome. like that. Or, I mean, maybe Ty Lopez. I mean, all these people, once you get connected, you can go anywhere. I always say it's exactly. like that Willy Wonka line. You've got that golden ticket. <laughs> if you know somebody in the front of the line, you're going to get That's way true. ahead of everybody else, and you can go forward with that. That's powerful. Well, that's the truth. You know, like people always are like, oh, I define my life off of how many people show up at my funeral. That's what everybody says. That's not me. I don't define my life on how many people show up at my funeral. I define my life on how many people cry at my funeral. And what I mean by that is so many people are about all these relationships, all these people that show up, but it's really about who is moved to tears by your life. What are the deep connections? Because you can have millions of people, like I have millions of people watching my videos. I can get thousands of views on my Snapchats, but it's that engagement, it's that connection, it's that true networking. It's making them feel like you know they're your friend. That's how you get the, the long-term results. It's not by a bunch of relationships, but it's by deep relationships. So how have you done that so far? Your deep relationships. I mean, talk about mm -hmm. social media. And you, we were talking earlier. You do your own social media, all of it. All of it. So all what are your Snapchat, strategies Instagram, to build your following? Facebook. Because, dude, I need some tips. You know, my following needs to grow. I mean, you're doing pretty damn well at, at 14 years old. What have you done to build up your your social media. And I what are the platforms? Right, I'll give you, I'll give you the three C's to social media. Okay, the first one is content. If you're not putting out good content on social media, you won't grow. It's that simple. I mean. You have to be putting out some sort of content that your viewers want to listen to and watch. That way you can hook them to keep to watch and then also you can get them to keep watching. Content's the first C. The second C is connecting. You have to connect on a deep level. Like I get, I push out content on my Snapchat, but I don't stop there. I respond to every single Snapchat that I get. Yeah. I at least try, it's getting pretty crazy now. Yeah. But I sit down, I'll respond. It's that connection. And the third thing is consistency. I mean, if you will be consistent, if you will consistently push out content, you know, we're doing a Facebook Live right now as we speak. This is pushing out content, right? Yeah. And this is, but this is consistent. Every single day, I'm Snapchatting. Every single day, I put up an Instagram thing. Every single day, I'm connecting, I'm putting out content, and I'm consistent with that. That's how I grow my social media. And uh, I think that if anybody would do those three C's, no matter who you are, you will succeed on social media. So we're talking about Snapchat. Do you Snapchat. feel that to be the most powerful right now? I do. You know, Snapchat for me. So the reason why Snapchat's so powerful is because, like I was saying, I don't care how many people show up at my funeral, I care about how many people cry, and that's the one way to get people to really have a deep connection with you. I mean, I've Snapchatted people, and literally they Snapchatted me back in tears. I can't believe you Snapchatted me. Like, like, I had one like that last night. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it, like, grown adults Snapchatting a 14-year-old crying, you know, like, I can't believe you Snapchatted me. That's why I love Snapchat, it's because it's that deep engagement. People consistently watch Snapchats. You know, they people do. want to watch all, 
it's like there's no like discovery so it's not like hey i found this person on instagram i followed them it's like they they took the action to, to search your name you know add you they took that action and people really care about seeing your stuff and that's why is they will see it and they will engage with it and that's why snapchat's been so powerful for me and a lot of really successful entrepreneurs right now especially the young entrepreneurs because they feel with you it's behind Definitely. the scenes and i I did a whole podcast show on Snapchat. I believe if you're not on Snapchat, you got to get on it. That's you. You can get in people's lives. You can get in at trust, and then personal too. People snap from all over the country and be like, "Hey, this is what's going on." Yeah. And it's cool to see them like, "Oh, and it's dude, cool you see behind the scenes, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, I'll do a speech with Gary Vee, and then they see me behind stage yeah. chatting with them. Or I'll be on Grant Cardone's show, and then they'll see what it's like getting mic'd up, right? It's that. It's that behind the scenes of the life of a, of a young entrepreneur. It's that platform where you can share your life. You don't have to have a video guy. You don't have to have an editor. It's it's raw. And the scarcity. Real. I mean, yeah. within 24 hours, it's, it's gone. gone. That's the power of it. See, that's a big thing too. And so today we were doing the video just outside the door here with Kevin Harrington, and we're getting ready to do the big film for a crowdfunding campaign. We did. I did behind the scenes Snapchat. People, people won't get, it, yeah, right? they have they to crazy. follow you to get that. And that's what I love about Snapchat. But you, like I say, we did a snap yesterday, and dude. You stamped out to me. I don't even know how many followers I got. A bunch of young kids reaching out to me. And That's I'm awesome. like, what's up, guys? Yeah. So, so, social media. Let's go into some of the other things you're doing. You're speaking across mm -hmm. the country. Now, yes, sir. Now, where are some of the big stages you've been? Um, well, so, for example, like I just spoke with Gary Vanderchuk in Sydney, Australia. Um, this month, I'm going to be speaking with Darren Hardy uh, in Denver, Colorado, you know, the founder of Success Magazine. Yeah. Um, I'm also speaking with uh, Grant Cardone coming up here in May, um, as well as I'm speaking with Brian Tracy in San Diego. Now, how does somebody your age get on stage with somebody like that? Because some people out there are thinking like, dude, I want to become a speaker too. How does a kid do it? How do you land these deals? It's a lot of hard work. You know, what I, what I think it really is, is it's credibility. You know, that's something that you have to get and that it takes patience, right? I mean, six months ago, I wasn't getting any offers. But this is what changed. Like this month, I, you know, to be honest, this will bring a lot of value, a lot of uh, young entrepreneurs. This month, I really just took off, right? I was getting, I'm getting offers from, you know, big companies, yeah. getting all these kids signing up in my company, doing this stuff. You know, everything is blowing up for me. And the reason why is that at the beginning of March last month, I sat down and I said, okay, Caleb, you know what? I said, you're not getting respected right now because you're not having credibility. You're not doing something that makes people want to have you on stage. Yeah. I said, instead of reaching out to Ellen, instead of reaching out to people to speak for you, instead of reaching out for all this stuff, have them come to you. So what I did is, is I said, okay, every single day this month, I'm going to do one thing that makes me more credible. One thing, that's that simple. So the first day, I got on Grant Cardone's show, right? I made that happen. We were I, on I the same day. Yeah, that was so cool. We were on the same day, man. That was so cool. <laughs> so I scheduled that with Grant Cardone. I wasn't actually on the show, but I scheduled it. It's like, that's credibility. Like, if I were to talk to you right now, and I was like, hey, I was on Grant Cardone's show, that brings a little bit more credibility, right? Yeah. The second day, you know, I, I went out, and I made like 10 sales, and I made like a total of like $12,000. That brings more credibility for a 14-year-old to be doing yeah. that, right? The third day, I booked Gary Vaynerchuk. That brings more credibility. Then I had a million viewed video. That brings more credibility and I did that and that's why now people are reaching out to me is because to be honest the reason why I wasn't getting offers before was I wasn't doing anything worthy of getting those offers yeah you know it's cute to say I'm 14 but now I'm actually doing something and that's what it's about so if you're an entrepreneur you want to get on stage you want to do interviews you want to have a massive social media following you have to start to become credible within yourself doing one thing every single day doing one thing it doesn't have to be enormous it can be as simple as saying, 
yeah, you know, my, my, I grew a hundred followers. That, that brings a little bit more credibility, but every single day getting that extra credibility, that's how you get on the big stages with the big people, with the big money is whenever you have that credibility to where they reach out to you. Cause all my speaking gigs, they're reaching out to me rather than the other way around. So when people talk about credibility and branding, when people say Caleb Maddox, what do you want them to think? When they hear your name, what is the thing you want them to have come to their mind? I want them to think three things. I want them to think that kid's a young entrepreneur. That's the first thing I want them to come mind. That kid's an entrepreneur. Not like a life coach, not any of that, but I'm actually, you know, I, I built, I'm building a business, I'm doing that, I'm a CEO. I want them to think I'm an entrepreneur. Number two is I want them to think he's, he's a good salesperson even if he was an adult. Like that's the thing, you know, that's, that's why now I'm starting to try to put out there is because my ability to sell is I think why I'm starting to get to where, you know, I'm wanting to go is because now I'm learning sales, right? So I want people to view me as a salesperson. But then the third thing is I want people to view me as authentic. And that's the number one thing is being authentic. I don't want them to think that kid's 14, he just cares about views. I want them to actually think I care about them. I don't want them to think that kid just cares about kids signing up in his company. I want them to think, yeah, I care about that you want to help because I want to help them. I want that, that's probably the number one thing is I want them to know I'm an authentic guy who is trying to motivate, inspire people and create a future for himself. Let's talk about your company, Kids for Success. What, what's your vision with that? Oh, well, so this year I want to have 10,000 kids in my company. And uh, basically what Kids for Success is, is when a kid would sign up, they would get a daily video for an entire year. That's how it works. So like, basically I, I become their mentor. You know, it's, you know, it's like, kid, you know, parents can do awesome. Coaches can do awesome. Teachers can do awesome. But it's a different thing when it's a peer, right? It's a different yeah. mindset when it's that peer. And I wrote my book and everybody was wondering, you know, everybody was reaching out for coaching. How can I get on a phone call? So I really created Kids for Success so that I can coach kids about goal setting, about habits, about manners, about work ethic, about how to be motivated, about finding your passion, about all of that stuff. That's why I created Kids for Success. And basically, when a kid signs up, it's only $20 a month. I mean, you can, you can, you buy, their clothes are more expensive than Kids for I Success, know, right? right? Yeah. Like, if, you, if your kid is not worth $20 right now, you got something messed up with you. So it's only $20 a month or $200 up front. Um, and then you get a daily video, that daily connection. I, I have like a daily show I do for them. I give them random calls. It's just, it's a great way that I engage with so, kids. So, okay, kids your age usually don't have any money. So you're targeting the parents? The parents, yes. The parents. So the, the parents, parents make decisions. But you know, I want, I want the kids to go to the parents. But of course, the number one target I'm going to is the parents because they're going to make the final decision. And you always got to go to the decision maker. So. Yeah, you do. You're smart there. So uh, tell me how you bring about yourself. I mean, you're hanging around people like Gary Vee, Brian Tracy, Grant Cardone that are twice, three times your age. What's that feel like for you? Because, I mean, you're, we're talking earlier about hanging out with your friends your age, but usually you're around people that are twice your age. What's that like? I mean, you know, how does it feel? Is that how does asking? it feel? It feels humbling. That's probably the best thing. Like, the fact that, like, I met Kevin Arrington, like, I'm with him. I know, I got so many Snapchats, like, I've been trying to meet up with him for this long. Yeah. And whenever I'm, like, speaking with Gary Vee, like, I've been wanting, you know, like, all these, like, guys who have been working so hard to get this, and I'm so blessed where I've had that connection. To be doing this interview with you, I, on Snapchat, everybody's like, yeah, I know I that guy. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was so cool, right? And, like, you know, it's just, it's just humbling to me. Like, I have a lot of confidence. I, you know, sometimes it can come off cross cocky just because that's my performance it's confidence, man. but it is it's the confidence but also i really do feel humbled to have what i'm having because i know i've worked extremely hard i deserve what i've done you do you know, what, what i've gotten um but it's it's just that i but also equally i know if one thing went different 
I probably wouldn't be where I am today. And that's that's humbling to me. Do you, do you feel like you need to prove other people right since you're so young? I mean, this is one thing I've talked about for myself. I feel like I'm always, because we're mm-hmm. hanging around people that are so I mean, much, yeah. very successful. Does it feel like you're trying to get respect from them? Well, you know, yes and no. I think, I think yeah, you, you have to get some sort of respect for them. But I don't think, I, I, right now, I think I've already done some stuff to where I have somewhat of their respect. Now it's just with my character, my ethics, and stuff like that. But I honestly, I'm, I try to prove my fans right and prove my critics wrong. Okay, so like everybody who messaged me and says you're gonna be a millionaire, I wanna prove them right. Everybody who messaged me and says you're a loser, I wanna prove them wrong, right? But then like it, when those, I don't care what people truly think about me when it comes down to it. I don't care if they have respect for me. Like I do, I want them to respect me, but if they don't have respect for me, it's not gonna break my day, right? So I don't feel like I'm trying to earn their respect, but I feel like, yeah, I'm taking actions to where I do want them to respect what I'm doing and what I've accomplished. So you talk about being a millionaire. Being a millionaire. Yeah, so when when is your day? And I'm sure you have this wrote down already, your goals. By what day do you want to be December 13th, 2000, or December 13th, 2016. December 13th, 2016. People right now, listen, next year we'll do an interview, all right? Yes. We'll do an interview. We'll, let's write it down. January Let's write this something. Down. January something. We'll do an interview together, and you'll interview me on how I became a fourteen-year-old millionaire. Because I believe that's just going to happen, right? So that's no. That's, I believe you, man. You'll yeah, do seriously. it. That's so, awesome. I'll help you do it. That, wow. You, you are going to help. Fourteen me. years old. Man. You know, Facebook Live over here. Fourteen years old, and he's going to become a millionaire. Now, this is something that I talked about on a past uh, past show, and it blew my mind. So you were doing. On Grant Cardone's show, mm-hmm. and you're like, I'm gonna become a billionaire by 30. And I listened to that, and I'm like, this kid's 14. And I, right when you said it, I mean, I knew you were gonna do it. I'm like, 14 years old, and he's already talking about becoming a billionaire by 30. I'm like, I gotta set my goals higher, man. Like, what makes you, like, most people don't even think that big. How did you get that kind of mindset? Well, you know, I think I proved to myself that whatever goal I said, I can accomplish it. Like, you know, even even this year, I, I, I write down my goals every single morning. Uh, and I wrote down this goal, you know, I want to speak with Gary Vaynerchuk this year. And like that goal, it kind of seemed far away because I didn't have any connection with him. You know, I didn't know anybody who would have me come speak with him. And it just seemed like one of those goals, I was just writing it down just to write it down and see if it could happen. Yeah. Um, and even my dad, he's like, dude, that's a great goal, man. I believe in you. You can accomplish it. But maybe that might happen three years down the road or four years or maybe, you know, even two years. And like, and then bam, it happened. I just spoke with him two weeks ago. And like for that to happen. And then there was one goal that I was like, there is no way I'm going to accomplish this. No way. And that was to speak to over 100,000 people at one time. And I thought that was impossible. But then I just got an offer for somebody to speak at a charity where there's going to be 200,000 kids. And they're going to rent out an arena for this charity. And I'm going to speak at it. So like, wow. that's the thing for me. It's like, oh, dude, there's no way I'm spe- like the top people. I've been spoken to a hundred thousand people, you yeah. know, at one, at one place, you know, and then like setting that goal with Gary Vee, accomplishing that, and then like the stuff that I've already set and accomplishing it, it makes me realize why you might as well shoot for the moon, right? Or you might as well shoot for the star, because if you fail, you know, like this is the quote. I wrote this in my book. If you shoot for the moon and fail. You're still gonna be. What is it? If you shoot for the stars and fail, you'll be at the moon. Yeah. But if you shoot for the moon and fail, you'll be in the mud. And what, <laughs> what I mean by that is, it's like you know, you can shoot for the stars, right? You can, you can, you know, you can shoot for the moon. You can have your realistic goals. But if you don't accomplish it, then now you're a failure. But if you shoot for the billionaire and you don't accomplish it, now you're a millionaire. You know, you get it. It's like so. For me, I understand that if 
anything that seems impossible, it is possible because I've already proved that to myself. But understand, listen, if I fail, oh man, I'm a failure. I only made a hundred million dollars. Like that's not a failure. <laughs> you know, you get it. So that's my mindset with that. So where where do you see? And I ask a lot of people, and for your age, I like to see your perspective. Where do you see business, our technology, our world going in the next? five years because we are at exponential growth man I mean things are coming mm -hmm. so much faster the power of what you can do in a lifetime versus what Tony Robbins did in his lifetime yeah have, that's that was it, powerful it's what so you powerful it's so true. what do you see things going towards in business in entrepreneurship just to be successful where do you see it going our technology but you our know future. like I think virtual reality will become big you know like you've you seen are it. exactly it's, it's, right. it's, it's happened like yeah. I was I saw this YouTube video it was like you know you don't think the future is coming or whatever and it was like the Jetsons, you know, that show about like the future. And it was like this virtual reality thing. And everybody, everybody, like, e like everybody was like, you know, saying word of mouth was like, there's no way virtuality will ever happen. It's already here. So it's like, I think virtuality, virtual reality will be big, but I think social media will take you over even more. And I think it'll become so mainstream. It's already mainstream. It already is normal. But I think it'll be to the point where it's like, yeah, it's social media. It's, there's no even debate about is this the way to market? Is it's this the way to show? Sure. It's like that's it, you know. So I think it'll hit more mainstream. But I think virtual reality is one of those things that's going to be up and coming. And uh, like I got to test it out. It's such a cool thing, you know, like watching baseball games at the pitcher's mound with yeah. your goggles on, you know, stuff like that. I think that's going to be big. Now you talked about we talked about yesterday being in baseball and stuff. Do you still have the dream to go play professional baseball? You know, not anymore. Um, and the reason why. It's like I wanted to be the major leagues, right? And yeah. I understand this. You can't be a you can't be a major leaguer at two things. And like I could, you know, I could play baseball and then also do some speaking and stuff. But I'm the type where I like to go all in. Whatever I'm doing, I'm gonna go all in. So I had that goal. To, you know, I had a goal whenever I was younger. It just actually ended this year. I wanted to be the shortstop in your Yankees. Um, but now that that goal's kind of gone away because I've shifted and I understood baseball was a teaching thing for me to become the entrepreneur that I am. So I don't see my, I mean, I'm not going to become that level. Maybe I'll buy the Yankees one day or something. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, no, I, that's not a route that I see myself going down. Just because I'm clear and I want to go all in whatever I'm doing. So what tips would you give for other entrepreneurs? So some people out there, I mean, we're looking at college kids, and that's kind of my target. What would you say to them, I mean, for moving forward, coming from you at a 14-year-old or even people your age, what would be your best advice to them to have success in their life? The gun that kills the most people is the gunna. So many people say, I'm gonna write a book, or I'm gonna start a business, or I'm gonna lose weight, or I'm gonna spend time with my family, or I'm you know, gonna get healthier, or I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna, that they kill their dreams with this gun called gunna. Because there's so many people end up on their deathbed and they're like, I wish I would have done that. Yeah. You know, you wish you would have, but you're too busy talking about doing it. So it's like, there's, there's, there's seven days in a week. Someday is not one of them. Someday is not one of them. You know, people are like, oh, someday I'll become an entrepreneur. Do not be an entrepreneur. Be an entrepreneur. And start now. Uh, stop saying that you're going to be an entrepreneur or you're going to start a business. Go all in because the amount of young entrepreneurs who are killing the older generation, it's insane. So go all in and uh, stop saying you're going to do something or someday you will. Do it now. Do you think you're missing out? You're 14. Do you think you're missing out on childhood life? I mean, you're, that, again, you're, you're being in business. I, I get mean, that question all the time. I mean, I got it on stage, you know, all that stuff. I mean, like, I, then I would go up to my friends and I would say, you know, do you do you feel like you're missing out on your childhood? Because I was just in Australia, right? You know, yeah. I'm doing this. I mean, I don't feel like I'm missing out. Maybe, you know, maybe it's birthday parties, every stuff like that. But I love what I'm doing so much. I really do. 
And, you know, I, sp- I still spend some time with my friends. Like, I-, I hung out with one of my friends for, like, 15 minutes today. We chatted, uh, you know, down here. But, you know, I just I just love what I'm doing. I know where I'm going. And I think I think my future is so important to me, you know, what what's going on there that I'm creating my future. You know, it's like, like I asked somebody the other, the other day. I, they were, uh, or they asked me, they were like, don't you feel like you're missing out on your childhood? I was like, why do you think that? It's like, it, and she said to me, she said, well, it doesn't seem like you're having fun. And I looked at her, I said, well, don't you feel like you're missing out on your adulthood? Because you're not having fun, right? So it's like, like, that's the thing. It's like, you can have fun. Some people have different things. Just because I'm not playing video games doesn't mean that I'm missing out on my childhood. So so let's let's even one up that. So you are the average of the five people you hang out with. Yes. And mentors. So who are your core people you hang out with besides your father? I mean, who are your mentors, your core inner group? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I have a lot of people that I, that I hang out with. You know, there's some in my area that I try to hang out with. But, you know, I have a lot of, like, mentors. So, like, Grant Cardone, you know, I see him sometimes. You know, Gary Vaynerchuk. There, but there's some people who aren't, like, big names. Like, one's his name is Jeremy Ryden. You know, I hang out with him. He's a great uh, mentor of mine. There's a lot of, you know, young entrepreneurs that I hang out with. But, you know, I believe in that rule so much. And I, and I do, like, you know, associate with those you want to become and become those you want to associate with. That's my motto. But sometimes, you know, I will hang out with just a normal kid. You know, that that's the thing. But it's, it's different for me. I don't have, I have one friend that's like, he's my best friend. But, you know, he's not even a real entrepreneur. You know what I'm saying? So he's just like my friend. You know, I, I that's an escape for me. I just go and hang out with him. But I travel the world meeting so many different people. But as far as actually in my area, I don't, there's not that many people I hang out with on a daily basis besides probably my dad. How often are you actually in? So we're sitting here at the station house in St. Pete, Florida. Which, if anybody, entrepreneur in this area, I would highly suggest checking it out. I've been here it's a few awesome. times. Uh, last six weeks, I've been to St. Pete three times, and we just filmed a video here in, like, yoga studio, coffee shop. It's so There's cool. a bar downstairs. We just, we just found this thing. I, I was uh, on this trip. I was doing this thing for this youth thing or whatever, um, and my dad was here, and he found this place, and, like, he showed me it. We fell in love with this place. Like, we're in here sometimes till like, midnight or 1 a.m. just chilling, you know. It's such the a The atmosphere place. and everything you have, and you guys are just right down the street, so it works perfect for you. Mm-hmm. So, if you're an entrepreneur or anybody want to check out a cool place, the Station House, downtown St. Pete, great place to go. We'll meet up. We should do a meet up. If you're, if you, if anybody listening is in the area, we'll meet up here. Snapchat, your Snapchat is? At Caleb Maddox 13. So, C-A-L-E-B. M-A-D-D-I-X, and then the number 13. So a quick thing I want to talk about is a lot of traction. So all my friends and you're listening now, um, they, they said, hey, you know that, that kid, Caleb Maddox? And I'm like, yeah, I've seen him before. I've seen your video where you did the walking in the airport, and it was a guy now shining shoes. Cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And I'm like, dude, this kid is like, he's a young kid, and he knows what he's talking about. Then we are on Grant Cardone, and you went the same day I did. I'm like, wow, who is this kid? And I've been to St. Pete a few times, and they're like, you need to go talk to Caleb Maddox. What do you know? Yesterday, I walk in. I'm on a call. I get off. I look over, and there's Caleb Maddox. I'm I like, know. what is going on here? Like, it's a law of attraction because if you're a like-minded individual and you have the same goals and vision, eventually you come across each other. And we did. That's so powerful. Yeah. I mean, we were, like, literally in the same building with Grant Cardone, and we didn't get to meet each other. Yeah. And then, like, randomly, I'm just sitting there making a sales call. And then I, I, see, I see you look at me, you're like, Caleb Maddox, that's what you said. <laughs> I was like, what's up, man? And then I got off my, you know, called us a little bit. We had a great chat. And, uh, it's, and, it's and another thing there. here, he talks about Ty Lopez and how he wanted to go on his show. He writes schools down. Well, I've been on Ty Lopez's show, and I've been to his house and all that. So 
actually we just did the introduction so hopefully he'll begin on this show that's but so cool i believe everything happens for a reason really it does i mean things aren't just a coincidence everything happens for a reason and everything you're doing is great man i mean 14 years old um your dad should be very proud of you your dad's awesome too he's great and everything you're going to be doing what would you leave the audience what is your advice or any last words that you're going to give them I mean, it's just simple. The only thing that works is work. I mean, it's going to take patience. It's going to take work. And, uh, you know, just continue to come up with your goal. And then there's going to be, like, come up with what you know is going to happen. I want, I'm going to be a millionaire. I know that's going to happen. And then there's going to come up, there's going to be unknowns. Things you don't know that's going to happen that's going to come up. But if you work and if you keep moving forward, you will have success. Like, I was watching uh, America's Funniest Home Videos the other day. And it was, just, it was this funny video of this guy, and he was running on his treadmill, okay? He's trucking on this treadmill, running really fast. And all of a sudden, he's running on his treadmill, it's going really fast, and he just stops, like literally, just stops his legs, and then bam, he flies back into the wall. And it's like a funny thing, I laugh so hard, but it's so much like us, right? We're running with our lives, and then randomly, we just decide to stop, and then we go back into the wall, because we think, yeah, you know, if we stop, we'll be in the same place, but life's a treadmill. If you stop, you're going into that wall, you know, you're yeah. not gonna be in the same place. So, if you would keep moving forward, you're not, you know, you're not gonna hit that wall. You just keep moving forward, keep going, keep persisting. You'll beat people who have more talent than you, who have more potential than you, um, anything like that. If you keep moving forward, if you keep working and realize that the only thing that works is work, you'll have success. Not overnight success, but you'll have success. Well put, my friend. Where can people connect with you? Connect with me on Snapchat. That's the number one thing right there. So just connect with me on Snapchat. My handle is at CalebMaddox13. I will add you back. Uh, just send me a snap saying, "Hey, I was, you know, I found you from, uh, you know, my man Brandon's uh, podcast," and I'll add you back. Uh, and I'm glad to be connected with all you guys. So thank you so much. Well, there you have it. Today you got to connect with a true young entrepreneur, Caleb Maddox. Hey, thanks for coming on the show, man. Thank you. You know what time it is, everybody. Go out there, create something great, and become unforgettable. Because life is too short not to. I'm Brandon T. Adams. Have a great day, everyone. Hope you enjoyed the show with Caleb Maddox. This kid is an inspiration to all. I mean, 14 years old, doing what he's doing, should look back, and nobody should ever make an excuse that age is something holding you back. I mean, clearly, at 14, what he's doing. And Caleb had told me his plan is to become a billionaire by 30. He wanted to become a millionaire by the end of this year and a billionaire by 30. I know the kid will do it. He's got some great things going on in his life, and I'm, I'm very happy for him. And I'm excited for him to come to Des Moines, Iowa, and be speaking at the Young Entrepreneur Convention. So come on out, get to hear him speak, meet Caleb, uh, get his book, and hang out with us. It's going to be a lot of fun. And if you're listening, you have a child that's anywhere from, I'd say, 8 years old to 16 years old, I'm sure they know Caleb Maddox, and they'd love to come. Uh, to get to listen to him speak and uh, get his inspiration. But that's it for today's show, everybody. Again, make sure you come to the event, Young Entrepreneur Convention. We are having our event. It's going to be tomorrow and Saturday. Check out. You can get the tickets at youngentrepreneurconvention.com or just come to the event. You can buy at the door. I'm excited. I feel like everything I've been doing in my life is kind of building up to this. And I'm going to have a lot of fun. I know you're going to have a lot of fun. I'm going to be emceeing. I'm going to be speaking on crowdfunding. We have speakers from all over the country coming in. We have a pitch competition. We have entertainment. We have a band. We have it all. So be sure to be there. 
I'm looking forward to meeting you all in person. I'm excited to meet everybody that listens to this podcast show. And in the meantime, everybody, you know what time it is. Go out there, create something great, and become unforgettable because life is too short not to. I'm Bernie C. Adams. Have a great day, everyone.